Hello to all flamenco aficionados out there. Welcome to Flamenco Attitudes, the weekly podcast that brings you all things flamenco. And as you know, we're trying to bring you a variety of different topics. Marcos is messing up with the equipment right now. Uh, we're trying to bring you a variety of different topics on um, everything connected with flamenco. We talked about many, many of the songs, uh, the different cantes in one of our earliest episodes. You can check that out. We even talked about both. Uh, we reviewed a few of them, um, stories about flamenco people involving flamenco as well. And in, films. And films in, uh, based in Andalusia and the culture. And if you are interested, our latest episode also from last week included some news about a new book coming out on Cameroon. Oh, you had to get that in. I haven't got it. We haven't got it yet. <laughs> But there is an article that we based our episode on and it's going to be a graphic novel. So very interesting new age, in a way, uh, type of piece for flamenco. And we also reviewed a couple of more films, uh, which is uh, which is. Yeah, they were interesting, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not made by, um, uh, I would say, the production. No, it, it was an Andalusian yeah, they're made yeah. in Andalusia, yeah, in, they're in made San Fernando, but they're made by a Catalan exactly. producer. Exactly. Yeah. A very interesting take on the culture in both of them, very different subject matters. Yeah. So um, I refer to the, our previous episode for that. And of course, any other episode that you would like to listen to is available. Um, as always, we love hearing from you. So if you would like to write to us, culturepodcast at gmail.com for an extensive uh, letters or uh, you can tweet us at flamenco pod on twitter where i will be and i know i faithfully promise every week but it's high time for me to put more <laughs> material on there and start interacting more with other pages well, you have a lot of work on don't you exactly and it, it will be great to interact with more pages dedicated to flamenco and more venues as well yeah. and in fact today's episode is by a listen, popular listener's request but before that of course we always always like to say thank you to our new and growing audience by the way thank you so much january saw another record in listens uh, throughout all the platforms that we're on. So thank you very much for sticking with us. Today we say hello, thank you, and welcome to our listeners in Paraguay and Iceland. Many thanks, many, many thanks indeed for listening to us. We love bringing you episodes every week, and I know that sometimes we have a few hurdles uh, because of other commitments, but the podcast is our uh, labor of love. Well, I mean, so the, only, love. the only thing that ever gets in the way is our cat. Exactly. <laughs> he Even today, he tried to climb on the laptop. But anyway, today's episode, um, again, by listener's request, we're dedicating it to the dance. Probably the element that we have not talked about that much, the flamenco element that we haven't discussed that much yet. But today is the day and we have a few very interesting points to bring. Uh, some of our favorite dancers, uh, a dancer that we have discussed before uh, through the films, um, like who, El Amor Brujo, is your favorite? my favorite. Uh, we're going to talk about a specific um, events that Marcos has attended uh, and uh, obviously how historically the flamenco dance was used to promote the culture. I'm also going to press Marcos with my own personal question or two, so he should be prepared for that. Without any further ado, let's dive in. This is Flamenco Dance. And we're talking El Baile. 
We've talked about the toki, we've talked about the kanti, the kanti we've no, never everybody. really discussed no, the baile. No. Okay, um, where do we start? Probably we start with me as a very young boy, I suppose, you know, when I was... Everything starts with you, oh, okay. for well, some no, we, reason. Well, we can go in another way if you want. No, but, no, um, no, let's start okay. with your young boy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I learned the flamenco, and then my earliest experiences were accompanying my teacher, who was a fantastic player, Tony Clinton, uh, going to accompany dancers in all different things and then we used to do it Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays you know the beginners, the mediums and the advanced. Did you do all of them? All of them and so this was my... <laughs> Even when you were a beginner you did everything? Yeah this was my training to become a, a flamenco person so we, we had to play for them. It could be very difficult because dancers uh, obviously when they're learning have to do the thing over and over again so the teacher would say stop to us right start up again and we'd have to keep playing this thing stop no and then do it and so this was a, an amazing training because these were three hour lessons and you know we had to do what the teacher of the dance wanted. Of course. Yeah. When did the dance originate Marcos because it was probably the last element well, yeah, I mean, obviously the, there's always been dance, but it, it comes into prominence yeah. uh, uh, from the point of view of artists in the 19th century. Yeah. Uh, but it really makes its way in, in the early part of the 20th, 20th century. century. Yeah. 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 And uh, is there any specific... This is a question that especially one of our listeners really, really is pressing to know. What is the meaning of the movements in the dance? That's probably, we have to ask a dance expert, but what does the flamenco dance try to express and depict? Ah, emotion, emotion. Uh, you see, the, the, the dancer has to react to, to the, the singer. Yeah, so the, you know we're going to talk about the, the most important thing in the dance is that is the soliap, and it has its whole range of movements. It goes through stages. This is, I mean, this is very different to what I do nowadays because I'm a, a solo or playing only yeah. for singers. It's got these. It's like a, an opera. It's got these different movements. That, yeah, that you have to stick to. Um, so the dancer reacts to uh, the, the different things that the singer does, and then he or she goes off and does a particular thing, then it comes back, uh, you get the footwork or the arm work. It, 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 it's a massive, it's a massive thing. Well, the footwork, because I, yeah. uh, especially, you know, a lot of people, you're annoyed when people tell you oh, it's about stomping of the feet. I don't like that word. Yeah, no. exactly. Let's talk about heel work or it's heel more, and it's, toe. Well, it's more, than, exactly, it's more than that. So why, why are people always annoying you like this well because I don't like the word stamp yeah because that sounds crude like as if it's not artistic and it's not stamping but I can see where it's coming from because if you're a novice and you watch performance for yeah. the first time there's a lot of as you say heel work <laughs> heel and toe heel and toe yeah. yeah yeah with the specific shoes yes which cost a lot of money yeah they're beautiful though they are um, Try to think of one of the, the makes, um, I mean, it's Gallardo. These things are quite expensive, and as you say, they're beautiful, yeah? Yeah, so you would say it's mostly arm work and um, heel. Uh, yeah. Heels. But if you get somebody like me, I might dance barefoot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good for us. Yeah? 
but anyway, okay. Uh, let's talk about female dancers because more often than not, we, even though there are some amazing male dancers, let's start with the female dancers because they're quite eccentric, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, and they are famous. So you want to start with the greatest one where I know you're going to take a, a photograph. I mean, obviously, originally a lot of these dancers had these wonderful photographs that you've seen where they pose with a cigar and a glass of anise. Yeah. Um, we're looking at an album, which I know you're going to take a photograph of, of probably one of the greatest ever dancers, Carmen yeah. Amaya. Queen uh, of the Gypsies. Oh, you know. And now, if you, you know, she came from the Somosco district in, in Barcelona, and uh, you've seen her in some of the films where uh, she's even with the Gaddis, the younger. And her dancing was unbelievable. She conquered literally the whole world with her passion for dancing. She has, well, because you, uh, I'm currently looking at an LP. Yeah. Uh, Sabika's on the guitar. Yeah, which is you know one. They were of, a team. One of Paco de Lucia's idols. Yeah. How do you get a better guitarist than that? Apart from Paco de Lucia, of course. Yeah, but that's another era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of the era. This In is the fifties and sixties. That, that, that was would be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, why are we having a vinyl for yeah. a dancer? That's yeah. the bit well, I don't get. I'm glad you said this because I used to think about this when I was very young. Yeah. What and I used to go to record shops and buy things and think, why are we buying records of dance? Exactly, because we're going to obviously hear only Sabikas. Uh, well, performing. no, you do hear you do hear the heel work and things like that. Oh, I see. And often, as we'll discover, many of the dancers sing as well. In While dancing. In yeah, in between. So uh, it, it, most of the dancers, the great dancers, have made albums. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, but now you're looking at a vinyl. Oh, oh, by the way, you can't have it. <laughs> I'm no, not I, even trying anymore. I, I know you're after it. I'm not even trying. It's yeah. a beautiful record, yeah. This is very, yeah, very, one of your collection valuables. Yes. Uh, and she was one of the great artists. She toured the world. Um, she left Spain during the during the difficult period, uh, and I suppose she'll always be seen as the greatest, most famous female dancer. Yeah, quite a progressive uh, woman of her time, I guess, because yeah. she managed to make a career out of yeah. it. Is, is it with her yeah, that with, the, with films, with albums, films and albums, everything. everything? Is it with her that the um, in a way, the commercial flamenco dance started. I think she had a massive influence on it. Yeah. Because after her, you get uh, Antonio, and then of course people like this came to the United States, came to London with their big shows. Uh, she did start this very stylized flamenco show. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try and find something for our listeners of Spotify, and I think I'm going to go with Ritmo de Carmen Amaya. Now, do you think you've got that? Well, we, we can only but try, you know. But try. Yeah. Yes. And if we can't, of course, I'm going to try and link something from YouTube in the description. But it, it will be interesting, actually, for people to see her. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and find uh, the link. One thing I'm going to tell you about it straight away, which will probably not surprise you, it's extremely fast 
Yeah? Now, I'm always being told off that I'm playing too fast. If you listen to these records, they are really going at a hell of a pace. Yeah? So she didn't mess about with slow. I don't think, but just by looking at her on the, on the design, I don't think she's the type of a slow dancer. No. Interestingly, you touched upon that flamenco was used mm. um, by Franco. Mm. Yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, tourism, which began in the late 50s and 60s, um, flamenco, which, as you know, only applies to Andalusia, was used to promote the whole country to bring in, well, travellers. And flamenco dancing was seen as one of the things that people in England, in Germany, wherever, thought, oh, wow, this is quite something. And so it was the dance was used as a way of encouraging people to have package holidays. So no music or no singing could match the dancing. Well, it, really, it, the, the problem is with with the, these types of people that came, they never really liked the singing. The singing was always too difficult for them. But the entry point was dancing. They could understand. Well, not fully understand it, but be attracted by it. Yeah. Yeah. And what was in a way, uh, a famous dancer during that era? Oh, uh, well, as I said earlier, uh, people like Antonio. Antonio was one of the most famous dancers of that period, yeah. His name is only Antonio? Yeah. We only have one name. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carmen Amaya has two, so... Yes, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And is, is this actually when male dancers and female dancers performed together? Was it always like that, or...? Uh, they usually had in a show that, but they didn't tend to perform together. No, that came a bit later, that interaction. Yeah, because it's interesting. We have solo dancing yeah. and we have couples. Yeah. Um, do we know when is more, which uh, um, cante is more appropriate for which? <sighs> well, I mean, um, it's not a canti, but one of the most popular styles, styles is, is yes. the faruka, and that's always done solo. Yeah. Um, you can get in things like bulerias interaction, one person doing something, then another person doing something. Yeah. 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 And do you think because of tourists, um, the styles have to be adapted and adjusted. No, I don't think they did that. You don't think so? No. Um, uh, you're right in a way that yeah. obviously they went for the most popular yeah. thing, but I don't think they adapted the way they did any they just this is the way it is and that's it, full stop. Yeah. yeah. And people enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, you think millions of people in this era, the fifties and the sixties, yeah. went from all the different countries of Europe and elsewhere, America all the countries in America, to come and see in tablaos people performing flamenco. But it wasn't just, um, I don't think, the dancing and the music as such, because let's not forget that the 40s, 50s, 60s uh, also had a, a massive boom in art. <laughs> Yeah. In cinema as well. You told me that a lot of cinema was filmed actually in Andalusia. Oh, in Almeria. In Almeria. Yeah, um, in Almeria province. Yeah, I mean, you've got to realise that the, to the average person, every time I'm asked, oh, oh, what do you do? And I say, I'm a flamenco artist, right? 
And they say, oh, and they start doing copying dancing. And I say, no, 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 I'm not a dancer. I'm a guitarist. And the, most people only associate flamenco with dancing. And it's something we've got to live with. Uh, I've tried to fight against it, but it's not a battle I'm going to win, I don't think. No. Yeah. And it, because uh, I started talking about films, Carmen Amaya starred in a few yeah. films. Talk to me about them. I don't think I've... Have I watched... Los Tarantos. Los Tarantos. The yeah. original version of that. Um, it, it, she's uh, um, unbelievable in that. You should be able to get some, some recording of that. And that leads us very nicely into your favourite, Antonio Gaddis, and all those films he made, you know, from the Carmen to The Blood Wedding. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I had the good fortune to meet him and be with his company uh, when I was in the Edinburgh Festival. Uh, and for whatever reason, he's your favourite. Well, he's my favourite because of what you told me about him. Um, you told me that he was incredibly disciplined. Very strict with his, strict. With his, with his company, yeah. yeah. When did he start um He started in the, in the 60s. Uh, so he would have been influenced by Carmen Namaya and he was, I think he was a cyclist and then he started selling newspapers uh, this is off the back of my head about, and then he got into the flamenco now as you know his rigour is unbelievable I mean you've seen him in action yeah. I've seen him in action for real not in a film how he works his company or did work with his company, very, very strict person. And you told me in the films when we were watching it, he was a bit strict with the other people, that that's actually what he's like. Totally, yeah. It was himself. Yeah, yeah. And of course, you've seen him taking the major part in the films. Yes, But of course, role. in, in yeah. the real life, the theatre, whatever, the touring, he didn't take, he was the director. Why was that? Well, because, you know, he had a principal dancer. So he directed everything. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense to yeah. you. Or not. When you took an interview with him, yeah. um, which you said that you were probably a bit more successful than other people because you were of the culture, yeah. what did you talk about? Well, we talked about uh, what an amazing success uh, Blood, Wedding, Blood Wedding had been. Um, uh, what I liked about him is that he he was very keen on the Ducado cigarettes. <laughs> he was smoking a lot of those. Um, um, we talked about his career. Now, as you know, he was very involved with Cuba and, and all of this, and very dedicated politically. Uh, he, he was quite an amazing man. Um, you know, so we just talked about all what he'd achieved by building up this ballet of flamenco that had sort of dominated Europe and the world. And he was obviously renowned internationally. Oh, yeah. I mean, he still is, isn't he? Of course he is, yeah. It's just curious to me that he didn't dance that much um, yeah, when it came to actual performances. I suppose he saw himself more as somebody that should direct things, you know? Yeah. Uh, but obviously when it came to the films, the director, Carlos Saura, said, no, no, you've got to take the principal role because you're the top dancer. So in all of the films, he is, that's what attracted you to, to him because you saw him in these roles and you thought, wow, 
I've not seen anybody that can dance like that with this rigor. That am I right or not? Yeah. 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 And also he um, he w until it was perfect, perfect. He didn't no. like it. No. Uh, that's why. Yeah. When you see the Carlman film, it's not. It's okay. It's a film. It's not reality. But actually, it's reflecting reality. Where he keeps saying, "No, no, no." Everything has to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I previously I have featured music from El Amor Brujo. Yeah. But this time I'm his, going his to last the last film the with last the trilogy. Film. Yeah. Did he actually make other films apart from this trilogy? Well, um, well, yes, because he's in Los Torantos. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to find. You're putting me on the spot here, aren't you? Really? I, 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 I've got to know everything. I, I've warned you in the beginning of this podcast that you have put your. Uh, <laughs> bullet points in but there will be we, other questions yeah we go that's on, why i am here mark we go on the the la trocha the, the little other way the, the, the roundabout, way, roundabout way, way. The roundabout yeah, way. Yeah. so as i said uh, whoever is listening on spotify i am going to try and find music from another film that he was in probably blood wedding because previously yeah. i have featured the fire uh, the ritual fire dance yeah. from el amor oh that, how amazing is that? but he wasn't in it he didn't perform the no. actual fire dance. So mm. this time I'm going to try and find, I particularly like this really tense dance in Blood Wedding when he, they're yeah. trying to escape and they're dancing really yeah. slowly. I, I, I think it's off the top of my head, it, it's Buleria, but in Tarantos or Taranta tones. Yeah? Yeah. No, I like that as well. I've only got about eight copies of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about El Faruco. Oh. What does El Faruco mean? Because I know everything means something. Well, it, it's, it's, it's kind of got um, origins of, of Arabic origins. He, he is the classic um, gypsy dancer from Triana. Uh, one of the greatest ever. I saw him in, in the early days and then uh, live and all the rest of it and then I saw him in his later days when he tended to not do too much he had this wonderful way of just moving around the stage nothing much happening and then suddenly this fire would explode dust would come up from the stage as he went oh he came with effects no well no it, it was just it, it, just massive heel work and, and all like that and, and you know Faruko was an unbelievable performer. Now, now, of course, you've got the legend that's come down from him, the number one today, Faruquito, who is probably the best male dancer in Spain that we can talk about. And he also, um, he has daughters who ah, he well, passed yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I mean, what I loved about them in, uh, it could be the 80s, the 90s, I can't be sure. That they started this trend of dancing in uh, high-heeled shoes. Yeah. Yeah, stilettos. Really? Yes. I, I'm absolutely fantastic. Yeah. And are they um, sort of ballet performance performers? Well, no, they were flamenco artists. Flamenco artists, yeah. yeah. They, did, yeah. In, in they have nothing to do with cinema, but they perform live yeah. on many stages. Yeah, yeah. So the name of Faruko 
Faroquito, they it will carry on forever. It's, he's one of the great people of, of the dance. Have you met him? Well, I've, I've met him. I've been very close to him on a few occasions oh, when right. I was in Triana when he was just you know a yard away from me or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. you never spoke to him. I haven't. No, I've got to be honest with you there. No, I haven't spoken to you. You were a bit starstruck. <laughs> Uh, what can we? Does he have uh, recordings like other artists? That, that I, I don't think he does actually. But I, I'm not sure on that. I'm, but I'm sure that that he that Faroquito, there would be some recordings of him yeah, dancing. And um, I was a bit confused about that. Uh, yeah. Antonio Canales. He said yeah. with your friend David El Gali. El Gachi, yeah. They were my friends. Yeah, I mean, he, he's one of the, uh, you know, I, I when I went to Morong in the early days, I um, met two very young boys, and David El Gachi has become one of the great singers, and he is a singer for the man who's probably doing most performances in dance at the moment, Antonio Canales. Now, you've seen him in some of these films that we've watched, but he is performing everywhere. I saw him oh, 30 years ago, maybe more, performing in the Alto Thano in, in, in Triana on the open stage. An amazing dancer. Uh, he's still going and is a very, very popular dancer. And he comes to my friend's restaurant uh, when he comes to the, to the Gaspacho. Uh, my friend Loring, in the restaurant, is the brother of El Galli and uh, comes there to dine before he goes to perform. Uh, he, I think you, I know you haven't seen too much of him, I think you'd, you'd like you'd like him like you like Gaddis. You think? Yes. Well, maybe your friend has told you a little gossip or a little secret. What do dancers eat? Because they're so slender. <clears throat> well, what I've got to be honest with you, I don't think they're vegetarians. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's all I can say on the matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's incredible because you say they smoke a lot as well. Well, Gaddis did. I don't yeah. know about anybody else, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gaddis. No, but you said also female um, dancers used to smoke cigars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're going back to the 1910 now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we mix it up. And then we have Joaquin Cortez. Yeah. With his incredible outfit. Yeah. Now he came on the scene uh, from our own point of view, because we're talking from Oxford. He sold in London the Albert Hall, sold it out. He was mega. We have well, a little probably, CD. Probably thing. still is. Yep. You'll be able to get his tracks. A mega artist. And of course, he sort of shocked people. Uh, with this, you can see this photograph where he's... I see, if, uh, well, listen, this skirt is... So the, he is um, topless. Yeah. With an enormous skirt. Yeah. What's, wh why do men wear skirts in dancing? Well, only on this occasion. Well, because we, there, there are some dancer, male dancers who don't. Yeah, there, there's been... This is set up a thing that many people have carried on doing this tradition. Yeah. But he is actually wearing the batter de collar. Yeah. So what we've got to tell our audience is this is an extremely long train. Would you say a train in dress? It's a train. It's, it's a very um, long dress. It's 
and to try and move with that behind you is very difficult. Yeah. And our friend has arrived, as usual. Our friend has arrived. He's annoyed that we are recording today. <laughs> Hi, Lulu. So, yeah, I mean, Walking is an amazing artist. Um, also, he's a very big fan, like me, of the Camarón. So lots of his music is based on what what and a lot of people even if you even if people were not interested in flamenco if you're interested in celebrity gossip you would recognize he was one of the boyfriends of Naomi Campbell, of course. So, mm -hmm. always on the podcast again. Uh, what shall we hear from him? Because we have a CD. If I can well, find something, let's have a look. Oh, look at this. It's got to be number three. Number three, if I can find, look, I'll look pay. At that. And you've got to say that in the English and in the Spanish. Que va pa' Kai? Going to Cadiz. While I'm feeding the cat, you're amazed that I've showed you yet another dancer that's got a record. Yeah. Well, I, I am still a bit baffled. I'm puzzled how... We have records for dancers. Do we actually hear the footwork on this one? Yeah. The cat is being fed. There you go. He always arrives. We're at the, we're at the crucial point. Well, the interesting thing is he knows Thursdays. He knows Thursdays. Uh, yeah, no, you were saying it's the foot. I've got records upstairs and I'm not going to bore you by bringing them all out. But I've got hundreds of records of dancers. As I said to you, it, it puzzled me when I was a young boy learning flamenco. How are you going to see I'd, the dance? Be, this, how does this work? Yeah. But because they were famous, they got to make the records. But on the records are the great singers and the great guitarists, yeah? But yeah. on the cover, it's the dancer. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. In a way. In a way. It's a promotion. <laughs> And why is the solea the most important dance um, style? Well, it's the essence of flamenco. When you start the solea and the dancer comes out and the hands go up very slow and they turn and then we go into all the diff different movements. Then we get the zapateado section, the little bit of, of, the, of the, the footwork, then it calms down and then another dramatic move then the singer comes in it's the, the essence of flamenco you know we can have the bulleria afterwards to have some enjoyment but if you want to be serious about flamenco the solia is the most important thing yeah and to learn it uh, i know people that girls have gone to andalusia and it costs them vast amount of money in lessons week by week to learn the whole thing how to do it how to do it properly yeah now i i used to know how to play for it properly i wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't claim i'm on top of that at the moment yeah this is the thing because when you rehearse with dancers you yeah. always have to synchronize so much it's a lot of work it is it yeah and it's very complex and then you've got the added dimension of the singer coming in. So it's a, it's a tricky thing. What will be a good example of the three 
together combined singer, dancer, and guitarists. Have you seen that? I mean, I, I, all I could recommend for you is maybe Antonio Mairena. With who? With possibly with Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. And who is um, singing? Antonio Mairena. And, and who's on the guitar? Sorry. Ah, oh, well. Now that that that's an impossibility to know. Yeah. I couldn't say that no. Yeah. No, many guitarists of that era. Yeah, but what is uh, potentially a good solia that we can play and? Well, I mean, if you just want to play a solia, why don't you just go for somebody like uh, Gerardo Nunez? Gerardo Nunez. Yeah, or uh, Pepe Abishuela. They they are experts in, in the solia. And were they examples of Solea with dancing that are recorded? That I don't know. Probably if I went into my cabinet... There'll be thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I'm not sure whether it makes good listening. Yeah? It's good to watch the dancing and all of that, but do do you want to listen to that? What, no, it's I would, a strange concept. I would that, agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, it would it would be nice, obviously, to advertise a CD or an LP with a with yeah. a dancer because it's it's really visual. Yeah. Uh, personally, I don't get how we can imagine that, but anyway. And let's not forget that a few years ago, on your own festival, you had a a guest. An unexpected dancer, even though you had your own dancer, an unexpected dancer came in while you were singing, yeah. while you were playing. Yeah, sorry. totally mind blowing. Out of the blue. So this is outdoors. I'd met this girl a few days earlier. Just they were just doing some flamenco in the very place where we were going to put on the festival. And I said, "No, you, you, you'll have to come as my guests." So towards the end. She's dressed in jeans and everything. She's from Cadiz. And she just bounces straight onto the stage from nowhere. And everybody thought it was all part of the, an Acting. absolutely unbelievable dancing, right? Yeah, I mean, you've never seen anything like it. And she just did this beautifully and then left the stage. But see, this is the thing, as you say, it's so difficult to synchronize singing and dancing. How come you weren't, you never practiced? How come she just did it? Because the, these type of person from Cadiz, they've got it in their body. Yeah. They can just come on and do it. Yeah. Yeah. But shouldn't that be the case with any dancer then? No. To dance like this girl did, you, you, you'd have to be born to it from you about one year of age or something. <laughs> one year of age. Yeah. I could tell that straight away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just knew. <laughs> but it was a great moment and it shows you the, the spontaneity of what the dance can be like, not necessarily stylized and all worked out, that somebody can just land on a stage and do something impromptu. Yeah. Do you prefer stylized or spontaneous? Spontaneous, every time. Yeah. Yeah. But you do you do talk about a lot of stylized dancers that you admire. Well, yeah, because it's our work, isn't it? You know, so, but Antonio Dennis wouldn't have liked that. No. No? no. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't think so. What did you play back there, Marcos? Do you remember? Uh, we were playing uh, Bulleria. Yeah. 
someone um, I was actually surprised to read that was yeah. a lo lifelong friend of Cameron, someone that we don't, I have never heard you talk about. Yeah. Sarah Baras. Yeah, and she campaigned for him uh, to be given the Abbey de Oro and everything. Um, she's one of the great, probably the greatest uh, female dancers of the age now. Is she still with us? Oh yes, very much so. And um, she puts on very lavish shows. Uh, she's a brilliant dancer. Uh, you know, I can't really say any more. You know, I'm not an expert in the dance, but she's a very, very good dancer. I can't say too much more really no. about that. But uh, has she ever actually been on um, gigs where Cameron did? No. I don't, I, 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 well, maybe when she was very young, possibly. <clears throat> But, you know, she's one of the people, because he was never uh, originally awarded the Yavi the Dioro that we talked about earlier, she was one of the, the great campaigners with other people that he should be giving it. Yeah. How did they know each other? Well, she's from his part of the world. She's from, from Cadiz province. Yeah. So he would have been a massive uh, inspiration to her. Yeah. It's interesting, actually, because... Um, if you want to put on something on your on your Spotify, is um, there's a very interesting thing in Cameron in Paris, where at the end of the film he he does some dancing himself. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. I'm interested. <laughs> Was he a good dancer? I, I, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> Uh, but if you want to learn yeah. the dance, there is a way. And actually, one of the schools yeah. uh, in Moron yeah. supports young people to learn the dance. Have you been to yeah. Nazareth? But, um, Nazareth is one of our great uh, dancers from Moron. Uh, she's a fantastic dancer, but the, the Rafa de Utrera set up a, a school is it called Nazareth, by the way? The school? No, 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 no. Oh, no, sorry, no. I got it wrong. Nazareth is is is, Nazareth is, is, is a name. Is a a girl dancer. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not. Um, no, Rafa de Utrera set up a big school, uh, which seems to be going very well. I go past there every summer, and I hear all the noise coming out of all the practicing and everything. Yeah. You know? And of course, you get the practicing in the Casa del Cultura in Moron. So you know, you were saying to me, is this flamenco? Uh, carrying on, yes, very much so. You've got all these dancers working, going to classes every week, you know? Yeah. Like the way you go to your classes and they're working at it. We're, we're working hard uh, on it. You know, so yeah, um, that, that's a great thing. So how did you meet Nazareth then? Well, well, I haven't, ever, I haven't ever met her. I, I've often met Rafa de Utrera, because yeah. I'm, I'm hanging around outside the flamenco club. Why did you never go and join the class? <laughs> well, actually, that's not a bad shout, so that I could yeah. improve my, my dance Of course, work. you must. Well, you say this, when we put on this thing with, with the girl who jumped on the stage, I heard, overheard some people saying, uh, this Marcos is, you know, it's all very well, he does all this guitar, but he's a very good dancer but he won't show us any of what he can do. He just does a little bit on the side of the stage and doesn't show us no. the full thing. No. Yeah. You wouldn't do it? No. 
So maybe I do know more about it than you you realise, Gally. Yeah, because obviously I, I've I've had you know how many decades of it. I should know somehow how to do it. Yeah, but you never show it. That's the that's the no, issue. I know. Because it, it's a profession, you know. I'm a guitarist. They're dancers. You know, yeah. Bailey is, you know, it's a, a protected thing. That's what they do. But everything is protected. Kant is protected. <laughs> Playing is everything is. Well, protected. yeah. Well, don't ask me to start doing the singing because yeah. we've had that, and they'll say no. no. Is, is that the weakest link in your? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <I think>. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so your favorite, you're yeah. telling me dancer of all time yeah is manuela carrasco but before yeah. we talk about her why isn't it christina from christina the films? yeah i mean oh no i know she's fantastic and um i was even sat in a in an airplane in the seat next to her apart from meeting her in edinburgh uh yeah she's wonderful she's a treasure uh absolutely fantastic yeah yeah the reason i said manuela carrasco is because uh, there's this film Sevianus, which I'm sure you'll be able to get a, a cut from, where Cameron sings, and she's dressed in a, in a particular way, and she comes out, and the performance for the Seviana, she does the Seviana, is absolutely unbelievable, to me. Yeah, it's yeah you know, number one. Yeah. yeah, does she usually perform only in films then? No, I mean she. she she performs, you know, in, in, in festivals and things. But uh, she went out to um, help Cameron when he was ill. She, you know, she travelled uh, to, to go and see him. So she's Cameronera, but an unbelievable dancer. Yeah. What does she usually dance? What is her style? Well, in this film, she's yeah. brilliant at Seviana, but she is great in Solia or Muleria. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the outfits. Yeah. Because the outfits are probably the most eye-catching thing, and then it start you start dancing, and you hear a little bit of the music and the singing. So this is kind of what the pecking order is, but the the outfits are what stands out. Uh, so we have lunares dresses, and we have shoes. Oh, you see, that's great because you said the, the the dresses of the lunarito. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at a lot of money. Yeah, why is that? Well, the work that goes into making them apart from the material, is phenomenal. So you can't buy them in just any other shop? No. There's, there's a shop I know in, in, um, in Cadiz, and I know another shop in Sevilla, where you can get this type of thing. Uh, people save up, or, you know, like your parents have helped you with things, they will help somebody <laughs> get a very nice dress, because it's beyond what they can afford yeah um, but when when flamenco wasn't a world art yeah and the gypsy people were just going about their life what we call flamenco dress for them was just dress and it was well, just shoes you see that's interesting because M M manuela in that film will not be wearing one of these types of dresses with you know with the lunaritos and all of that on these are things that people tend to buy for the feria mm. to go around and parade around and, and all of the rest of it you know though they are seen as tracking off the flamenco but 
maybe they're not as flamenco. You don't, you know, some of the most flamenco people don't wear don't this wear sort of them. thing. Don't wear this sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. Of the shoes, though, that's another. Ah, well, yeah. A, now you're into a, you're into another thing. If, if uh, you know, because we're doing a special on on the dance, um, you're going to have to put get out the credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're obviously expensive because they were made to be durable. Yeah. It's not a one time and then I ditch it. Yeah. It has to be a very durable. Yeah. And is, there's very few makers of, of these types of things. The... Yeah, yeah. So they are expensive. Yeah. Uh, you know. But people that are into this, it's a bit like guitars. You know, you, you, you know eventually you're going to have to spend a lot of money getting a very top guitar. Yeah. And what is the male outfit usually? A nice waistcoat. A nice waistcoat, yeah. It's the most important Only thing. And tight trousers. Very tight trousers and shoes that are again. Yeah, we don't have to spend as much. That much, no, but... No. We, uh, I've got the right shoes for this and they're not in the, in the category of the ones we were talking about. No. So, no. Yeah. We can get those a little bit cheaper. A little bit cheaper if you don't... <laughs> unless you're um, with a skirt. Well, I've not gone in for that, but um, well, we've got the flamenco festival coming up, so maybe I'll I'll, oh, yes. I'll go for that. You'll be topless with a skirt, Marcos. Hmm. That's an interesting. <laughs> but but uh, what 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 kind of genre of dance is this where they uh, men wear um, the big skirts? Is that a, why did they decide to do that? Is this because of something or? He was probably doing. Uh, Faruka in that in that yeah yeah which is a typical dance or, or for so it's it's, it's not yeah it's important to say that you don't see this all the time yeah you see that in a specific and you've style. got to really know what you're doing to t to do that in a show you know you you've got to be steeped in how to perform that particular thing it's it's quite a simple rhythm compared with other things in the flamenco genre but. When it's applied to the dance, you've got to really know what you're doing. Did you know what you were doing last summer in Moran? Well, now, you see, you said to me, please don't do the singing, okay? No, I didn't say please. I just, I just asked, how are you on the yeah, singing? And well, you exposed yourself. Yeah, I was accompanying a, a, a singer. And then in, in the middle of this gathering outside a bar in beautiful hot weather and everything else, 44 degrees, I did a little bit of dancing with Ima, who runs the, the restaurant in Morong with Loring. And we did a little bit of dancing. And the people that came past, they oh, ole. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you did good? I'm probably bad at it. What did she say? Because she's probably more experienced than Well, she seemed to be quite happy with it. You know, I mean, you know, guitarists are not the best at this sort of thing. Uh, in the old days, when you played in a big festival, you were expected at the end of it, in, in Fin de la Fiesta, that you had to uh, join in and do dancing. And it's always the guitarists that are the worst. You know that, don't you, Gary? You think? Um, they don't tend to be particularly good at the dances. Is it because of posture? Yes, probably. Yeah, because we're bent over on seats all That's the time. because you... See, listen, <laughs> I have seen guitarists with the one foot up, yeah. the other down, and they're yeah. balancing, so yeah. that posture is quite good. <clears throat> but you're hunched over. Yeah. 
So it's not going to do miracles, is it? No. Now, what I want to do is, is end on a thing about the dance, which is interesting, about my the man I do know well, Andorano. He's a great artist. I'm sure you'll be able to get some examples of him. He lives in Morong, was a great artist, toured for years all over the world. And the interesting thing about these sorts of people is he's a singer. But he's also a brilliant dancer. So he'll do a verse and then he goes into some wonderful dancing. How does he do that? Oh, this is what the... Does he, does, he, does he perform the same genre all the time? Is it Soleil all the time? Uh, very much often Bouleria. That's a, a more comfortable one for him to do that crossing over, being able to concentrate on the dancing and putting across the canting. Uh, you know, I mean, he's... Well, we love him to bits. He's one of our favorites. Favorites. Now, I want you to go back as a, that's good. Well, that's how we're going to end on. Go back in your memories. It could be from whatever point in your life. It doesn't matter. The best dance performers of a famous or non so famous artist that you have ever attended. Tell me a little bit about. Hmm, that's an interesting one. I would say it was the man that we were talking about earlier. Um, when I saw him perform live in Triana, Antonio Canales. Yeah, but what happened, Marcos? I'm sorry, but <laughs> this gives me no information. Well, you know, give it's, me a bit of it's the old what, thing, the old-fashioned thing. Where, where was it? What happened? Who was well, it? You know, give you've me got Seville, dog. then you've got Triana on the other side of the bank, yeah? So he was performing on a small stage for this particular festival they have there. And, you know, he he was just like, he just gives, it gives you what they say, like the goosebumps that you normally get from the singer. But his level of dancing was unbelievable. Other than that, watching Faruko. I've only seen him mainly in TV performances. He is another one. Spectacular. Thank you very much for joining us uh, for our special end of season seven, actually. The special is on the dance. And we had so many stories. We went through so many performance and so much music as well. Of course, I'll, uh, I have updated at this point Spotify with anything I could find. And um, I was really excited to talk about, again, one of my favorite dancers ever, Antonio Cadiz. Of course, Marcos gave his dancers, his favorite uh, memories and dancers and performances as well. And we are, uh, of course, hoping that this was educational as well as entertaining because dance was something that we really wanted to do for a long time. And um, I know Marcos spent a lot of time composing the whole plan for the sh for this episode, <laughs> yeah, you I I know how much you spend, um, so hopefully you like it as well. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play, or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. See you at season eight. <laughs>